you want me to introduce myself first? Am I supposed to first? start? Well, when I'm I, supposed to st- when you said you say go this time, I assumed you would start first. Okay, but then I, but then you were like, I have a thing I, I want to say. Say go, but say it aggressively again because I'm gonna be really cool about it. <laughs> Ready? Go. 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 Hi, I'm Caroline Tweedy. And I'm Julia Tweedy. We are professional podcasters. Yeah, this is Transmissions, Transmissions from, from Ojuvron. Ojuvron? What is it, Julia? It's a planet we created as kids. Yep, and we discover what's going on on this planet every week. Is that yes or no? Yes. Good. And every week, we'll also discover what's going on in our own worlds. Where do those worlds take place, Julia? Where do we live, Julia? Earth. And you're really going to enjoy the following episode, which is going to start really soon, as soon as Julia says, go. Go. Perfect. I'm really excited about this soup thing. Um, I'm going to, okay, what kind of soup do I think Caroline has? Ooh, what if it's like a butternut squash soup? I think that would be a good soup. Um, another good soup would be tomato, although it's kind of basic. It could be a corn chowder. Chowders are always good. Okay, um, what kind of soup is it? Guess what in the world I have of all things. Okay, it looks like a salad and not a soup. It's a soup and salad combo from Panera Bread, where I have not eaten in probably a year at this point. Okay, my first, okay, I was already speculating about the soup while you were gone. Please, and tell I me. I think autumn squash. No, <sighs> it's a uh, French onion. Ooh, okay, that was I not I still one get of my French guesses. onions. I, I did guess time. all, I, I didn't know that it was Panera, but I did guess all like options that are at Panera, so Better I guess Panera soups. Here's the here's the order that I guessed. Okay. Autumn squash. Well, I said butternut squash. Um gosh squash. Yes. Um then I said tomato, then I said corn chowder. Okay. Um Oh, I wish now I wish it was corn chowder. I think that would be really good. Corn chowder is really good. I kind of want to learn how to make corn chowder. <laughs> That'd be cool. I don't know why like whenever I think of corn chowder, I think of this like episode of yes. back at the barnyard yes <laughs> i think yes. about that every time <laughs> it's so funny i don't know what it is it's like there there's some kind of conflict and the conflict is with like clams right yeah. like the clams are like the antagonist of the episode and then i don't remember anything more detailed than that but at, at the end they're talking about like they're eating soup they're eating soup and it looks like chowder it cuts to them eating chow like it's like oh, i know what we're gonna do about this and then it like cuts to them eating chowder <laughs> and do you want to yes. deliver it and then um they're like man this corn chowder is amazing or something i feel like, that. like it was I, th- I thought it was these clams have such a good recipe for corn chowder <laughs> or like man i'm so glad these clams helped us make corn chowder <laughs> <laughs> That's so iconic. It really is. Oh, what's going on on Ojuvron? Mm. Today on Ojuvron, for the first time in 67 years, three of the moons are full at the same time. How many moons are there? What do you think? 13. I was thinking 23, but I think 13's, I think a three, a good prime number is good to have. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think also on Ojuvron, the sentient sand is taking a self-care day. I love that. Just like maxing and relaxing and like just living their best lives. That's how you have to do it sometimes. Yeah. I think a lot of time. A lot of times. It's important to take self-care days. I didn't bring any water to this recording. I brought a Celsius. You've been drinking Celsius? Wait, I want to know the vibe. I want to know the vibe immediately in 10 seconds when I come back with a drink. Okay. What they don't know is that this, they said I want to know what the vibe is. It's Arctic vibe. That's like the flavor is Arctic vibe. Retiming it? Were you talking about me? No, I, I, I do talk every time you leave. 
Oh, great. Um, just so you have some material. Wonderful. Uh, oh, you've got a LaCroix. I see. I have a LaCroix. I'm a serious convert because I used to hate seltzer think it, and think it undrinkable. That's where I'm at. And now I have it every almost every day. So bizarre. You asked mm-hmm. what the vibe is? Arctic vibe. It literally is called Arctic Vibe. That's the vibe. Arctic Vibe. Yeah, I don't know. Like, what what is the deal with Celsius? I've been hearing so much about it. And whenever I hear about something from two gay people, I feel I should try it. Okay, wait, you you heard about this from two gay people? Yes. Kate Berlant and Pat Regan. Okay, yes. So Not personally, but over podcast. Yeah. The thing is that it was like a big thing at my school, which I'm not currently attending. It's mm-hmm. supposed to be like this... I don't even know, like, it's... Like an inhuman amount of caffeine or something? Yeah, it's it's like a normal amount, of, I don't know, I think it's like 200 oh, okay. milligrams of caffeine. It's like, but it's supposed to be, like, it like literally is like live fit. It has like picture, a little picture of a person running, a person riding a bike, and a person meditating. Um, And it says clinically proven dietary supplement. They want to have you meditate on this thing? It's It seems like it, like, I don't think that any other energy drink is advertising meditation. And I don't think that caffeine really improves meditation. I don't think so either, generally. Um, yeah, 200 milligrams total of caffeine. But drugs and meditation is a good topic to talk about. Go ahead, please. I started drinking these not knowing they were energy drinks. I never noticed the effect of caffeine on myself, so... Yeah, tell me about this, because I kind of don't either, except for that I poop. I don't think I know, I like have a notable energy change. I feel like this has always been the case for me. I feel like mm-hmm. I specifically remember... When we were at Lake George and our cousin mm-hmm. Sean was like not allowed to have like some kind of soda or something because his parents were like, you're going to be like super hyped up or whatever. And I remember being like, why am I not hyped up when I drink soda? I, I yeah. don't know. That's a boring anecdote. But I, I mean, it's a it's genuine. It comes from the heart. It comes from the childhood, which. Thank you. Let's let's talk about it. Yeah, I just don't know. I, but I also like don't notice when I need to pee. You know what I mean? Like there's, it maybe. <laughs> okay, that is unique to you. I don't share that trait. No, well, it's like, I don't notice until I'm like about to pee my pants. And so then I'm like often running to the bathroom. Wait, you're off and running to the bathroom or you're often I Often running, to the, running to the bathroom. Also like I sleep <laughs> naked a lot and then I have to like run to the, like I have to like, gra- okay, here's the thing. Freshman year of college, I was in a single, so I'd sleep naked. And there was one time when I like woke up needing to pee so bad and I was like right. rushing to like put clothes on and whatever. And then I like, like really, really nearly peed myself. And then <laughs> I was actually thinking about a different time that you peed yourself earlier today. Please continue. Oh my God. When did I go? No, myself? finish the story. So then I like mentioned this to a friend and she was like, why didn't you just put a robe on? It's like, I hadn't even considered that as an option. <laughs> so what your strategy was like, put on a full outfit to go? Yeah, like, to the like bathroom? pajamas. Like I was like, but then like. I think in a college dorm, I would even be like, maybe just pants if it's the middle of the night. It was like the morning. You would be offended by your titties. Oh, okay. I would be terrified to go out with my titties out. Okay. Personally, that's never been an obstacle for me. But that's okay. Can you tell me about what time you were thinking about? And then I have another story. Okay, wonderful. Um, I like that you're taking that you're taking the driver's seat on this episode too, because first of all, I love to hear you talk, but I also am eating a salad. Yeah, so it's it's very enter- entertaining. Wait, what kind of salad did you get first? I get a Fuji apple chicken. Oh salad my god, no love chicken. that salad. Love it. I know. <laughs> you can buy the, the dressing. Apples, it's a really good I want dressing. The crunchy apples, and I want the dressing just to have and crunch on them. It's. I mean, I think the crunchy apples are like probably like. <laughs> can you ding me? Thank you for that. Thank you. The crunchy apples are essentially candy, but it's really, really good. Oh, remember so when, the dressing. when we were younger and like mom would like give us her apple chips? What a selfless act. Yeah. That was a selfless act. That was a really selfless act because those are clinically proven to be the tastiest part of the salad. Yes. Like you could also, she could have also gotten a different chicken salad. That, that proves that she was devoted to giving us the apple chips. That she kept ordering the apple salad and not wanting the apples. Well, the, the dressing is kind of apple as well. Okay, wait, now it is. The, the when you peed your pants. Okay, so I remember we lived at the old house and you came home one time and uh, like we came home from school and I think, I forget if I was still at OLM or if it was just you, but you were definitely in your uniform 
And you were like pretty, I'm trying to use the term freaking out less and and use more creative language. I'm like, you were earnestly and vocally trying to remove your pants because you couldn't do it. Or was it tight or something like that? Like a skort. And that, you know what? Let's give skorts credit. They are one of the most difficult bottoms to remove. And and here's the other thing about that was that we did like the uniform, what was it? Like the uniform swap where like to save money, you would like swap uniforms so that like when you grew out of one you get a new one so i had squirts of like three different sizes one was a little bit too small (laughs) one was the right size and one was big and like it just was a (laughs) toss-up of which one i was wearing and that day i was wearing the one that was a little bit too small and it was like i need to get this off of me right now and i did the it was the downstairs bathroom and i did pee on the floor the downstairs bathroom you did and i think you had asked me and dad to help you too like i think we were like trying to like help you unbutton the squirt and it wasn't working well the unbuttoning of the squirt didn't do anything like you like it the zipper was it the it zipper wasn't was zipper or? it like it literally just had like an elastic waistband so you'd have to just like take it off and i couldn't oh. get it off yeah and it was like squirt with tights under yes or no or do you just pee onto your legs i don't remember whether or not there was tights under i i wouldn't typically wear tights under the squirt like i would wear okay. like knee highs totally i'm such a thing but i do remember that and then it but the reason i was thinking about it was because katya on uh, one of the episodes of uh was talking about how she, she knows she's a real woman because she has this vivid memory of of running through the woods in black jeans and needing to piss so bad and not realizing that she could have pissed kind of stopped and pissed anywhere she ran all the way home and pissed in her black jeans <laughs> and then i was thinking about <laughs> that story with you and and how I don't know, you just share a kind of story with an icon so that's cool that is really cool um the story i was thinking of was and I haven't shared this with anyone, so I'm glad to be sharing it on a podcast. Wonderful. I, like last week, went to see Ringo Starr and his all-star band by myself. And I had an, honestly, I had a really good time at the concert. That's great. I've never been to a concert by myself, so I want to hear more about that too. It was a beautiful experience. It was also nice because, I don't know, I feel like I would be maybe uncomfortable being like in GA by myself, but like I had a seat um and i was around a lot of like old people and that was cool um there were some young people some young people that held up a sign like ringo for president and that was fun and he like commented on it that's hilarious yeah it was um so i went to this concert at the end i was like do i need to pee like i kind of need to pee should i just like should i go now and then i was like there's gonna be such a big line like i'll just go home and then i walked out walked to my car and got in the car and i was like no, I'm gonna piss myself. <laughs> I am absolutely gonna piss myself. But then, <laughs> it's like getting out of a movie, like you always have to piss, you know? Yeah. And, but then there were like these dumpsters next to where I parked and they like created a little, like, oh my God, yes, Diva, I already see where it's going. Yeah. They created this little perfect spot to piss. So <laughs> I like pulled my pants down. Like I was like, oh my God, I'm, like literally, I'm like in my car being like, oh my God, I'm gonna pee like right now. Like, I, and like, <laughs> I don't know how so I wasn't, quick. I don't, I didn't have the awareness to be like, I am going to piss myself. It was just like a sudden, like, oh my God, I'm gonna piss myself. I have already pissed in the driver's seat of that car. You did? Yeah, I'll tell that story next. This is just going to be an episode of how Julia pissed herself. (laughs) I love that. I like, I was wearing my horse pants. So I was really like, I don't want to get pissed on these pants because they're like special and I love them. These are special pants not to be pissed with. Yeah, exactly. So, but then I, I really was impressed with like, I squatted, didn't get any pee anywhere. And then just like pulled my pants up and drove home. Didn't tell anyone. Mm. I'll tell some New Orleans stories about pissing. First of all, when they say that people like piss outside at Mardi Gras, like that is absolutely true. That's absolutely true. When the whole city is on one street at one party, there's never enough bathrooms, especially when a bathroom. Listen, a bathroom's hard to come by these days. There'll be like a huge bank of porta potties, but if you're not near that on Napoleon Street, you can piss wherever you want. It's open season, so we walk like. <laughs> the the Mardi Gras before COVID, literally like a week before COVID, okay, <laughs> a week before the downfall, uh, we were at Muses and we always kind of, for some reason, stand and hover around this place called St. Charles Discount Zone or something. I love the concept of a discount zone. Yeah, I love we that. We went out there and there was just Have like- you ever shopped at that establishment? I've never been inside because on the door it says no bathroom. <laughs> So I don't really, ha- well, I've gotten gas there, I guess. 
I still don't think I've ever set foot in there. But essentially, we went like just right around the corner, full plain view of many, many people, uh, you know, party goers, probably children. People bring children to Mardi Gras. Definitely didn't piss in full view of any children, but it's like the crowd is here. We're like barely around the corner and just everyone took a turn pissing. That's great. It was, it was a fun operation. Yeah. See, but I that's not a story of pissing I was yourself. Pissing, that's but... a, just a story of pissing in public. Communal pissing. Communal yeah, pissing. wait, that actually is beautiful. Wait, were you all pissing at the same time or were you taking turns? I forget. I think maybe a couple of us went at, I'm, tr- I'm trying to like put myself there. I think, yeah, I pissed at the same time as Natalie or someone and I was just like, just down like a couple steps away, you know? Yeah. In this kind of like fence and there was like kind of a hole-ish like near the fence and I was like, this is my spot. Yeah. Is my piss spot, but sometimes at Mardi Gras you got you got to do it, and sometimes it's hard to get to a place where you're not like in plain view of people. That one just happened to be kind of like fortunately, like I think the float was up, and when the float is like passing, like everyone's attention is on that. There's a lot of like ah, there's a float, and then you know, throw me the beads, throw me the stuff, and then there's time passing in between. So I think a float was up, and we um took the opportunity to piss. Wow. Do you want to hear my my next piss story? Yeah, please. Uh, on Ojuvron, the rivers flow with piss because you're allowed to piss outside because need to why, why do we need to hide that from everyone? Okay, I mean, poop, all, like, obviously I don't want you to poop in the street, but like piss washes away. First of all, in Amsterdam, they have public urinals just like around in the streets, but that is- Must be nice. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> They should like they should somehow incorporate something for people with vaginas. For real. But anyways, that is because I guess like drunk men used to like fall into the canals, which I think is hilarious. Like pissing into the canals and would just trying fall to piss in. into the canals. Oh my god. Okay, so here is how I pissed myself in the driver's seat of my own car. <laughs> I'm so intrigued. I've never heard this before. <sighs> I had a urinary tract infection. No. Yeah. Already a shardy way to start out. Yeah. That was terrible because, like, here's the thing. Like, I hate having to go to a doctor because it's like, I know I have a UTI. You know what I mean? Literally, just give me the stuff. And yeah. I also, I had a UTI and a yeast infection at the same time. I was already miserable. And Ugh. then, so I was going to CVS to get my prescription. I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? I really need this to be quick because I kind of need to pee. And mm-hmm. if you have a UTI, you, you're like, you. No waiting. Don't wait. No waiting. So. I go to the drive-thru. The person in front of me is taking forever. I'm like, oh my God, I really have to pee. I really have to pee. And of course, there's no goddamn bathroom in CVS for some reason. Literally. It's like, what if I'm coming here for my UTI? So <laughs> I get my prescription. I'm like driving home. And I literally, I'm like, I, I'm not going to say the street name, but I'm turning off of like a main road into our neighborhood. And that's when <laughs> I'm like, I can no longer hold this. And it just was like this moment of like, I just need to accept what's happening right now. And what is <laughs> happening is I'm pissing myself. And it's like, once you start peeing, you can't stop. So I'm like, you know what? You know, continuing to drive home, pissing myself the whole way. And I remember, like, for some reason, I feel like I would stop the car, but I don't even know if that's true. Like, what would be the point of that? Um, no, please continue. So I, I remember, like, walking in the house and being like, and like, I, like, my mom and dad were both upstairs. And I, like, went upstairs and was like, well, I pissed myself. <laughs> Did they lol lol i like neither of them had offered to like go and get my medication for me you know what i mean like i had oh to... rude so it's kind of ultimately a little bit their fault that you pissed yourself because exactly it's like you're, you're really gonna trust a person with a uti to be able to go out and not piss themselves um and then i had to like <laughs> clean the piss out of my own car and it was a lot i really peed a lot in the car <laughs> when was this this was i want to say like last summer my psychiatrist was like you should try to like she was like what makes you happy and i was like writing and she was like have you been writing and i was like no um so she was like yeah just like start start she was like start writing today which i didn't do it that day but she was like just like write about like your mood how you're feeling whatever Mm -hmm. it's just fun to like see where it goes because like i was writing before about like i was like started off being like i miss my apartment and like then mm-hmm. I like somehow by the bottom of the page was like, I want to be a screenwriter. <laughs> yes, that's fantastic. It's so affirming to come back to it. Also, like, I feel like randomly I have not been writing either. Well, not not randomly. I'm sure cosmically and personally, whatever. Because I've been doing a lot of podcast stuff. But I've been reading some of my old writing. 
which is kind of interesting. Sorry, did I intercept the middle of your story? Uh, not uh, like the, the thing I wanted to say mm-hmm. was I like I was like, how do you become a screenwriter? And then I was like, by writing a screenplay. So <laughs> I want to, you know, write a screenplay. That was just the point of the story. Asked and answered. That's fucking fantastic. Yeah. Did you have more to say about your writing and reading your writing? Mm, yeah. Well, I think I think I've always been a pretty good writer. Um. I think I've also until very recently been like pretty consistently morbidly depressed. So when I read it back, I'm like, oh, this person is in so much pain. And then I'm like, oh, my God, but it's so beautiful. Like having kind of this outside perspective a little bit because I have taken quite a bit of a break or not even like a total break. Like I do write on occasion, but going back to, for example, this one from like early 2019, just like processing some feelings and then writing some poetry and I was like this is so great but like oh god you know I've come so far since that point in terms of like you know it's like wow what what power will I have as a writer when like half of it isn't like I hate myself and I'm miserable <laughs> like you know what I mean it's like the thing where I don't feel that way anymore something so yeah. difficult for me is like I haven't felt creative since like I've been on my new meds and mm-hmm. then I'm like oh I'm just like a better writer when I'm depressed and like or when I'm manic or whatever which yeah there's more ideas when I'm manic, mm-hmm. not better at writing. <laughs> right, right. I don't know. I was talking about that with mom and she was like, yeah, that's why people like stop taking their meds. You know what I mean? Like artists and whatever. Right, because I think they'll just be better immediately. Yeah. And like, I am not advocating for that at all. Take your meds. Everyone, everyone, did you take your meds yet today? Uh, if not, go take your meds. Good question. Um, if, if they're nighttime meds and it's like the daytime, wait until nighttime. But take wait your until meds. your time. Yeah, I'm just saying about myself is that I'm working on being creative while being in a good place mental health wise, and like that's totally. actually really cool that I'm in a good place mental health wise. Like I, yes, that cannot be stressed enough. Like I, just praise to that straight up. Yeah, I was really so like huge. suffering for like most of my life in a way where like I didn't understand because I was being treated for depression and anxiety when I should have been being treated for um, mm-hmm. for bipolar disorder. So it's actually yeah. pretty cool. It's pretty cool that I like my psychiatrist yes. and we have a good relationship. And So good. And I think, sorry, is that, a, is that a stopping point? Okay. I think that also, yeah, just coming into this new part of the journey of being like, I had a vision of my life for such a long time that was very morbid and was very like, I'm just going to suffer and suffer and suffer. And then I'm like, I have been seeing a lot of media from like older people, like TikToks from like older people that are like, <clears throat> saw one yesterday that was like, I spent all of my life or a lot of my life saying, oh, it's when X happens, like it's going to be really good. Like when the kids are finally in school, it's going to be really good. When, you know, when they graduate, it's going to be really good. And that's like a theme, just a huge theme. It's like if you are always like anticipating something or saying like, once this happens, it'll be better. It's like, wait, what is what is your present circumstance that's stopping you from being happy or from like fulfillment or like because happiness isn't always the ultimate um, be all end all kind of goal. It's like what's stopping you? Truly the big question and one of the most genius things you've ever said is what what is stopping you from making art? Honestly, What what is stopping you from doing what you need to be doing to actualize your creativity and ideas i was yeah i finally to myself i was like what is stopping you from finishing the cover art for this podcast and so i was working <laughs> on it before we yes amazing i finally you know you told me how to do it of like the using the erase tool to like just make it i, I, I don't it know out. it's still rough Smooth and it. it's also not going to look perfect because it doesn't need to exactly um like agree uh, it's all done by us like i am not a graphic designer i am just trying my best you're literally an artiste and that's all you need to be oh i just wanted to say like it's been really cool to like enjoy things um (laughs) yeah that's super cool i what have you been enjoying i've gone to a couple of concerts recently i I did say i went to ringo star also went to father john misty um love enjoyed myself actually i was alone for both of those because um up-and-coming comedian mary cat hobson (laughs) <laughs> you're gonna full you're gonna full name drop her i'm gonna full name drop her and as an up-and-coming comedian and then be like lol here's what happened i'm not um, gonna i'm not gonna give the full story but she was mm-hmm. really co- like it was an outdoor concert and she was not properly dressed for it and she was really cold and left me there and <laughs> so i also saw that concert by myself and you know what was that ga no okay 
that well there there was a GA section and I believed that I got GA tickets turns out I didn't I got tickets to sit at a table that's kind of chill though especially to be like again like alone and just enjoying the music yeah especially since I've seen him before and done GA it was like kind of cool to get the other mm-hmm. experience totally also went to Mean Girls the musical last night what yeah I didn't even know that in NYC no or not in NYC back? they're doing a national tour so I saw them at peak PPAC for those who are unaware Providence that it's the Performing Providence Performing Arts, Arts Center. Center. Um, yeah, uh, I was like talking about how I wanted to go and dad just like bought the tickets and wow. he had never seen Mean Girls. So like earlier this week, I like we were sitting down to watch TV together as we often do. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what do you want to watch? And I was like, let's watch Daria. And then I was like, wait, never mind. We got to watch <gasps> Mean Girls so they, he knew what was going on. And wait, then, how is it watching Mean Girls with dad? He, it sounds really so fun. enjoyed it. It was honestly fun to watch it. I feel like he, like Tina Fey, he likes Tina Fey, so like that makes sense. Yeah, and also like he often likes girly things, so you know, never mind. Masculine man, he he would never. I'm just kidding. He he's a masculine man. He definitely never cried at the YA teen books that he would read with me. Which, by the way, another sweet selfless act. Like I cannot imagine that the Hunger Games would actually be that interesting to a 40 year old man. But when I read the Hunger Games, he also read the Hunger Games. And then you saw one of the movies with him. Then I ditched him to see the movie. Yeah. I think it was Catching Fire because yeah. he started reading it after the first movie had come out, I think. Yeah. Ugh, and I was a bitchly teen and I would never do it again. And I want to say, Dad, if you're listening to this, um, there's one. I, I try to have a lot of regrets in my life. I do regret one thing I said as a shitty teenager. Um, and and I say shitty teenager like with love, 100%. Like, you know, forgive them. They're uh, They're fine. They're forgiven. But something that does linger with me is at one point we were listening to dad's music on the uh, speakers in his car over the Bluetooth from his iTunes. And it started like shuffling. Then I heard my own voice singing and I was like, what is this? And he was like, Oh, like your voice memos like show up on iTunes. So I just downloaded them so I could hear your songs or something. And I was like, dad, like never listen to my songs. Like never listen to my voice memos. Why are you snooping on me like that? And I totally, was like so reactionary and I wasn't actually thinking about that that is a very sweet thing that he did that like he you know we're obviously working through a lot in family therapy right like about sharing with each other and all that stuff and it's like he wished that I would share music with him more so and so he just listened to my songs yeah and I think a couple times since then I've been like hey like you know trying to be intentional and sending him stuff but really you know I shouldn't have said that because that was very sweet of him to do it was a little bit snoopy, but I think it was sweet, ultimately. Yeah, definitely, like, what do you, what do you mean the the voice memo show up on iTunes? Like, what? That's so Because I was like, what could be in there? Yeah, that was another thing. Maybe it was more protective of, like, I'm saying inappropriate stuff. and like, you know, whatever. Yeah. But ultimately, like, I want Dad to hear my music, and I want him to, and I'm happy that he supports me. Yeah, that is good. I've been trying to think of slang that I've been saying recently to keep, like, a record of it. I've been doing a lot of, um, well, recently to Adapita. She's in a phase where she's just snarfing all the time. Like we say, she's snarfing, which is just like like sniffing and like making a mess or whatever. I don't even know what snarfing really means. It's kind of its own thing. But recently, every time she jumps on me, I'll be like, snarf me not. Snarf me not. Snarf me not. That's good. I like that. It's like forget me not. Mm-hmm. The other day, I thought that Val had said glornk, but she just said glonk. <laughs> However, both are really funny. Yeah, that. That is really funny. Boink had a moment and it's like having a mini resurgence right now. Boink rather than bonk. Rather than bonk. I mean, bonk is cool. Bonk is cool too. But boink, yeah, is, is pretty funny. Like, boink meaning boink. to have sex because I feel like that people boink. It can mean to have sex. It could also, yeah, I think I'm kind of blending the meaning of that with bonk. Okay. It's like, a, like maybe like a sexy fuck up. The boink. Okay, yeah. No, I do like that. Uh, I don't know what else. Oh, I've just been saying la la la. <laughs> Like all the time, like in my head, if I'm not, if nothing else is going on, I'll be like, la la lu la 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 la. <laughs> That's all. It's the, the simplest. Lu la lu la lu You know what I realized though? Okay, so I wanted to name, and I still will, I think, the, this character in uh, Vacation Land, deciding whether to bleep Vacation Land so no one takes our idea, but whatever. Um, to name this character Lu la lu la lu. Um, or Lulu, Lulu Lala. I think also... it was Lulu, 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 
Lula 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 Well, but then I watched back Tuca and Birdie and I realized that there's these two twins named Lala and Lulu Lulu and La La or something. Oh. And I was like, shit. It's like, did I subconsciously store that info? Wait, I don't remember that like at it's all. a little I've bit different. I've been watching Tuca and Birdie like nonstop. It's such a small thing. Like I just happened to notice it because I was like, I've been saying Lula Lula Lulu all the time. But um, yeah, they're twins at the bachelorette party in Planto. Okay. That makes sense. They're like minor characters. Caper Lant is in, or did we realize that while we were watching it? Caper Lant is in an episode. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is she like the, like, I feel like she's like a lizard who leads the women's seminar. The women's seminar, which is called, um, I'm kind of glad I don't remember it at this point because I'm like, I have such an encyclopedic knowledge of Bojack Horseman that I'm like, I don't, I don't need to know every single thing about Tuca and Birdie. Yeah. Trying to think of what else. Um, we had some segments in our first episode. Do you remember any of those? No, not at all. Shard. Sharp shard. I've been saying shard. I about to <laughs> I love coming up with new terms to like shit myself. Like <laughs> to not shit myself. Just to go poop. I'll sometimes be like, I'm about to shit my pants or something like that. <laughs> if I announce that I'm gonna go take a dump. Um, but recently I've been saying I'm gonna go shard my fard. <laughs> That's I love that. <laughs> it's like so distant from the actual meaning of the words but you totally know what it means like yeah. immediately fart instead of fart i think is really yeah, funny Today, we're almost at a full moon. I know this will come out in like four weeks because we're just so good at being ahead of schedule. It's going to be really interesting. Yesterday, the moon switched into Aquarius at 6.20 a.m. And we're climbing up to an Aries full moon, which I kind of wonder... Let's see. Here's what it says on my calendar. By the way, Natalie got this for me. It's a lunar calendar 2022. That's really cool. So sweet. It was done by this artist. They didn't even sign it. What? You got to plug the artist. Oh my Let God. me look at the back. Okay. Oh, it's a couple. It's a few people. Produced by Planetary Print Shop. Design and drafting by Z Malsich. Lettering and illustration by D Mantua. Printing by J Malsich at Olson Visual. Thank you to Max and Don. Katie, the Mantuas, and Mama. Um, really cute, really beautiful hand-drawn moon calendar. Oh, it says, she beckons us, whispering with falls flutters of leaves, left behind on forest floors, fires and hearths again, smoke rising in rings and billowing from mountaintops. She beckons us, deity of flame, to burn anew. Wow. So kind of enough said, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, so the segment that I would like to bring back and continue to do is called name, name it, name it something, name something oh, of it. No, I hate this. Why do you hate it? Let's let's get into that first. Because I'm not good at it. That's not even true. You did a silly one last time. It was fun. I don't remember doing a silly one, honestly. We're removing. I'm removing the terms good and bad from my vocab. Okay. I haven't done that, so I'm bad at it. <laughs> okay. Let's do, I mean, I'll give you a softball one. How about? Okay. Name a moon of Ojuvron. My first thought was Rihanna. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rihanna, the first moon of Ojuvron. Let's just so go back and forth naming moons of Ojuvron. So mode it be. Yes, of course. My first, uh, my first thought. Well, I'll take out a card for everyone we do. I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep these cards aside, but I'm also gonna pull a card for everyone we do in order to keep count. So we have one for Rihanna. The card representing the moon Rihanna is the Eight of Wands reversed. Um, my first thought was blink. 
The card representing blank is judgment reversed. Wow. Fortitude. Fortitude. The third moon of Ojuvron is called Fortitude. The card representing Fortitude is Temperance. Wow. I like that. That is huge. That is actually like, I feel very much aligned with the name. Oh, I'm going to name this another one of my verbal, uh, my frequent verbal usages. The fourth moon of Ojuvron is named Kiki Kaka Lululala. Mm-hmm. Ooh, gosh. And the card representing Kiki Kaka Lululala is the five of pentacles, which means like suffering away from help. Oops. Tranquility. The fifth moon of Ojuvron is called Tranquility. The card representing tranquility is the Ten of Pentacles reversed. The sixth moon of Ojuvaran is named Manus Francis. The card representing Manus Francis is the Four of Cups. Angela. <laughs> You're fucking killing it, though. Thank you. The seventh moon of Ojuvaran is named Angela. The card representing Angela is the Six of Cups reversed. The eighth moon of Ojuvron is named Hermiticus. The card representing Hermiticus is the King of Cups. What are we on, nine? The ninth? Nine. The ninth moon of Ojuvron is named Hestia. The card representing Hestia is the Two of Swords reversed. The tenth moon of Ojuvron is named Hungry Man Frozen Breakfast. The card representing Hungry Man Frozen Breakfast is the Two of Cups, which also represents harmony, balance, and equal exchange. The 11th moon of Ojuvron is named Amethyst. The card representing Amethyst is the Knight of Swords reversed. The 12th moon of Ojuvron is named Euphonium. (laughs) The card representing euphonium is the nine of cups. The 13th moon of Ojuvron is named 13. Perfect. The card representing 13 is the hierophant reversed. Wow. This would be a good time perhaps to plug our Patreon, which at the time of recording, I have still yet to make because we are a homemade handcrafted podcast. Okay, made in the home. I feel like that and should be so, my job, honestly. I didn't even think about that. Setting up a Patreon? Yeah. Well, I think I'm going to set up a website too. Maybe we can do that after we finish recording today. Okay. But if you subscribe to the first level of our Patreon, you'll have access to Zoom recordings of our podcast. So hello, if you've done that. Hi. And yeah, you can see our killer outfits. I think we're both wearing kind of sick fits today. I'm kind of, I don't know, I'm doing my whole t-shirt and a cardigan thing. I like that. You can see my Panera garbage. Mm-hmm. Julia's wearing my boss's merch. That's true. That was Jacqueline Novak. It. Jokesnovak.com. That's a great website, honestly. It is. I think that's what it is. It is that, yeah. Jokesnovak.com. Iconic. Yesterday, uh, here I'll show you another Patreon exclusive. Yesterday, I made these killer business cards. I've showed Julie already, but I'm going to show the cam. C. Tweedy, audiovisual editor, podcast producer and talent, professional singer and keyboardist, radio DJ, music producer, writer, comedian, digital artist, professional lesbian, damn Tweedy at PM.me. I will not read aloud Caroline's phone number. Thank you. I did spend most of yesterday making that. It looks really good. Thank you. I, at first I was Canva. Oh, it was Canva? Yeah, what nice. were you going to ask? I was going to ask if you used like Illustrator and then I was going to be really impressed if you knew how to use Illustrator. I do know how to use Illustrator, uh, but I did use Canva because you can make it in Canva and then post or then like order the prints right from there. And I was like, I don't want to deal with any formatting issues or whatever. That's Although smart. I hope they come back. Fingers crossed they come back correct because Canva was like, just after spending like truly five hours designing it, I like went to the print like print my cards, whatever. And then it was like, you got to move some stuff out of the danger zone. And I was like, why is there a danger zone? Y'all have your own design software. Could you have let me know about the danger zone when I made the fucking card? But I'm sure it's fine. I think it's fine. 
If it is, all that will be cut off is the bottom of the little heart peace sign thing on the back. Okay. Back to interesting thing, right? We just like, we went, we swung so far the other direction. We were like, let's be mystical and do a game and pick tarot cards. And then we were like, wait a second, how do we monetize our business? Um, now I have a business card, so fuck it. Yeah, honestly, I think that's the first step. The first step is to have a business card. I need to make a business card. I need to, okay, I need to write a screenplay in order to call myself a screenwriter. Yeah, as I we've discussed. I've written, okay, here's the thing that I'm confused about. I wrote three short films in a semester okay. and I didn't have trouble with that at all. Why yes. am I having such a hard time writing now? I think again, I mean, I think we did talk about it in the first episode that it's like the daunting task of the size of the thing. You know what I mean? Like a short film. I mean, I'll be honest. Like I think about writing a short story and then I don't do it, but I think it's because the shadow of the book looms over it. Like, wait, why don't I spend my time writing this massive work and getting really involved in it and whatever. I don't know. Maybe that's part of it. What What are you feeling around it? I, th- I mean, I have think. Have you been sitting down to do it? No, I okay, so I feel like thing. I need to have a really good idea before I start writing. I think that's part of my issue. Yes, that was my that is my issue too, and that was my issue. You already have a really good idea. Now so I have what's a good idea, excuse? and th- so then my issue is just also not sitting down and doing it, and also like other things getting in the way. I think I've been well, not again, not in the way. It's like you heard that business card. I have a lot of pots over the fire, but you got to prioritize the one that you really want to do. I am home alone for. Not even a week. Yeah, what's your vibe? Like, what's your, do you have any hopes, plans, dreams, trials, tribulations, etc.? Okay. My hope and dream is to clean out the bathroom closet. And that actually, a, that's organize. a fucking dream. I know. It, it, it's such a, I need to just like start today. Like, you know what I mean? Like, today's yes. task should be like throwing out anything that's expired because as, as everyone should know, makeup expires. <laughs> Um, public service announcement like for me i need to just like throw out anything i got from ipsy because i had ipsy <laughs> in like middle school yeah. um yes except for the bags they would always send a bag Oh, the bags are fantastic i would never throw those out yes um, but then so i i want ideally a shelf for like a shelf for makeup a shelf for hair stuff a shelf for i don't know what else yeah that makes sense um Maybe I could have two shelves for makeup. Could be crazy. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, um, you know, you also need one for like moisturizer, body scrubs, maybe one for, I guess like meds go in the cabinet. Yeah. I need to also cl- clean that out. It's But this is huge to even hear you say this because I know that organization used to be so daunting to you and it looks like your room is still like pretty clean. It's it's mostly clean. There, there's, a, there's a bit of a pile of clothes, but... It seems like a pattern. It, but, yeah, but, it just happens. But oh, I've been doing laundry more regularly. Too. Yeah, what? that's great. What'd you say? I hate that shit too. Like that's the last thing I do. Like the la- I by contrast, like I am always like cleaning, organizing, whatever. But the last two things on my list are always the litter box and laundry. I hate putting away laundry. Yeah, I hate just like doing laundry. Like getting for some all reason, the doing laundry together. is fine. But like for me, then I then I'm like, ugh, I have to like fold it and make it look nice and like. But uh, oh, here's a hint. Here's a tip that I recently figured out for laundry and how I have been doing it. Um, I take the basket. And put it into discrete piles. So I'll just take one article at a time, like whatever it is, doesn't matter. Just keep picking up stuff. And then I'll be like, all right, socks, underwear. And then I'll throw them to the part of the room where I'm going to put them away. So I don't have to walk back and forth to the basket. I just throw each article of clothing towards where it's going to go. Like, oh, things are in the closet. I throw them towards the closet. And then I do all of the closet things at once, as opposed to being like, take things out of the basket or fold them. Here's my tip for anyone plagued by mental illness who does not want to put their laundry away um you don't actually have to fold the laundry yes it's probably better if you do but (laughs) if the options are have like or either don't put your laundry away at all and or have your laundry all just shoved into your drawers not folded yeah that's better than not doing it at all True. And having it take up your space and like clutter and whatever. Yeah. Because I think especially if you're having, especially if you're having mental illness, as if I don't have fucking mental illness, um, if you have mental illness, it can be so much worse to, or it can feel worse to have like a cluttered space, but then it's like the more cluttered your space is, the more it's like, oh, it's so unapproachable to even begin. Yeah. 
I will say another tip I've I've realized. So podcasts are a great way to kind of diffuse, uh, for example, this. If you're listening to this while you're doing your laundry, write us a little something at ojuvron at pm.me. Oh my God. You're listening to a podcast? Because then it's like, podcasts are great because you don't have to look at anything. Yeah. And then you're like- The story follows you in your ears. What yeah. am I supposed to do right now? And then it's like, oh, you have like cleaning to do? Do it. And it's way easier, right? Have you found this? Yeah. When you're is. entertained. Yeah. Because then it's like, Oh, I have to, I only have to do this for an hour. I've also done, if you like listening to records, it, yeah. you can clean for the, the, the length one record. Of one. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, so then huge. you've gotten something done. And you know what I'll say too? So if you're, if you're embarking on more so of an odyssey, like something like cleaning out a closet that hasn't been touched in five years, for example, or that hasn't been like, obviously has been touched, but has not been like substantively organized. Um, and if you want to do it for longer than an hour, audio book audiobook it will make you feel one and it doesn't even just make you feel like this this is the truth you're reading you yeah. are reading, you're reading a book so you're doing this one other thing that you've been like ah i want to you know everyone i talk to when i'm like i read a book was like god i want to read more and then when i don't read i'm like god i want to read more you know yeah. so you can read a damn book and tackle the organizational mishap that's going on in your life at the same time and with the book it's like you can choose whenever to pause it It'll just go on and on. Like I'm, the one I'm listening to now is like nine hours or something. Can I tell you something unrelated? Sure. I just realized I think I'm going to go to Trader Joe's today. I really was like, I don't know what I'm going to eat for yep. like when everyone's gone. It's like you go to Trader Joe's, you find stuff. You know what I mean? You it's, find stuff. Like I, because I don't want to go like Trader Joe's is like an adventure and it's like mm-hmm. you, you kind of. You can go in with a plan, but I like to not go in with a plan and then just like get whatever takes, yeah. seems fun and good. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like raviolis and stuff like that where it's like literally Easy you just stuff. have to boil the ravioli and then like add a sauce to it. So um, good. I just am like, I kept thinking like, what am I going to eat this week while yeah. mom and dad are gone? Because yeah, I can't justify getting takeout as much as they do. <laughs> Yeah. Seriously, no one in the world should get as much takeout as they do. And if you're still listening, mom and dad, you're already seeking treatment, right? That's fine. But really, it's such a, it's a consumerist impulse. And I had to unlearn it too, like after living there to like order out or whatever. But it's like, it feels better. I mean, there's so many reasons to actually cook. There's one, it's like so much less waste. Two, it's like, it feels good to do the physical action of cooking. Three, it's like, oh, I know what's in this stuff. Like the more stuff you make at home and like less prepped food, it's like healthier for you. And it's like, oh, I, I'm not eating a bunch of crap. Like yesterday, I do love Trader Joe's pre-prepped stuff. Don't get me wrong. Yesterday I had one of their acai bowls and I looked at the ingredients and I was like, why is there 1 million things in here? Yeah. I don't know what that is. If I just, I mean, I've never in my life seen an acai plant, so that's probably not an option. But like if I make a smoothie, I'm like, okay, I just put all of these things into a blender and I know what it is. Natalie's been making granola bars. Have you ever heard of such a thing? I have heard of such a thing. Making your own granola bars. They're so fucking good. They're so better better than any granola bars I've purchased. Yeah, that's actually game changing. I made these like frozen yogurt bars one time. Like Mm -hmm. they're like yogurt and like fruit and stuff. And then you put them in the freezer and then I don't know, you have them and they're, that was pretty huge too. Meal prepping stuff is cool. And I will say, just as a disclaimer, I understand that not everyone has the advantage and privilege of time to do all of these things. Yeah. I'm going to just leave that statement there because it's not individuals' fault for not doing that. And I know even, you know, mom and dad don't have that much time in their day, but I think it would add, if they spent their little bit of time maybe cooking, just some easy stuff. I cook. I think they also get intimidated by cooking because they don't do it. You know, it's like a practice. Yeah. I cooked the other day. And like mom came home and she was like shocked. You know what I mean? Like yes, that's how like, little it happens. Just redid the kitchen. It also, took five like, years to redo the kitchen. They just got new pots and pans. That should be a, oh, I want to cook in the new pots and pans. Yeah, no, they're just like, let me get these pots and pans and just have them look beautiful in the cabinet. <laughs> here's, here's something they're I'm struggling nice with. they pots too. Here's something I'm struggling with right now. Yeah. Cooking for one. How do I do <gasps> You know? But then you have leftovers if you cook, just cook for two and then. Eat, eat some later too i could make my rice and beans and Ooh. then i'm set for the week <laughs> that's, 
that's huge. I mean, you used to meal prep. You had a meal prep phase for sure. I had a meal prep that. phase. And now, you know, you really benefited from that in terms of school lunches. Absolutely. I did. Absolutely. They were I did. really good. I'm, I'm so grateful. Like, I'm good at cooking. It's just that I have this mental barrier. And also like, I don't know. I, I guess. Yeah. Now that I'm only working on the weekends, I don't have as much of an excuse not to cook. Also, I hate my job. That's another thing. Like we're getting to the end of like the recording time. I hate my job. Yeah. Yeah. So much. I hate food service. I don't, I don't. Yep. And like, I was trying to find yeah, a job before this weekend so that I could just quit ahead of time. <laughs> and then mom was like, well, they're relying on you or whatever. And I was like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. You don't really owe them anything. I mean, if they're, if it's a crappy job, it's like, it's a crappy job. I'm also not know. good at it. Oh, like I, last week, I think I said I'm good at it. Um, <laughs> I've changed my tune. Take it back. (laughs) Yeah, I take it back. I'm not good at it. I've like broken glasses and shit. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. I can't carry glass. Glassware is so heavy. Yeah. Um, I had a couple. Yeah. No. Go ahead. No. Keep going. I had like a brief stint in catering, in food service. Well, I think my only experience with food service was catering for like a semester, and I think it was. I think I continued it until COVID or something. Uh, were you doing like, like plated weddings and stuff like that like plated events no it would be more so like uh i think we would just do like hors d'oeuvres okay. wait no no there must have been there must have been some plated meals yeah it's like a, it's just like stressful you gotta like figure out who's sitting where and then like get the right meals to them and i don't know right yeah, no, we definitely didn't do that. I just don't like food service. I've done it. I did it in high school. I hated it. And then yep. I was like, whatever. I just need a job. Right. Here, Here's some exciting news. I'm yep. almost out of debt. Actually, well, in terms <gasps> yes. of student loans, I'm not almost out of debt. But right. <laughs> in terms of my credit card debt from my manic episode, I am yes. almost out of debt. That's really quick. That's really quick to get that done. Yeah. I mean, we're, working, I'm like making like $300 a week. Yeah, which is nice. I mean, not great, but for working two days, it kind of is. That is great for. Oh my god, yeah. Um, like my therapist was like, "Well, what job do you want to do?" And I was like, "I want to be a screenwriter." But then it, right? Why aren't you right. writing? It's it's a, a circle. Right. <laughs> it's a circle. Mom said that you tr- applied to the dog boarding place. Oh, or something. I did. Yeah, when we dropped the dogs off, that could be fun. You love animals. That might That's be like true. more of like a tolerable way to spend weekends or whatever yeah i changed my resume to like write more about like the horse stuff okay it would be like she has animal experience yeah i applied for that i had an interview a phone interview this morning from okay it was great i was sitting naked in bed doing an interview (laughs) (laughs) that's that is lol town yeah literally like lying down like i didn't even sit up for it um so it's did you think it went well yeah oh great it was for you doing like business voice, but like like the contrast of like doing business voice, but like laying in bed naked, like yeah, exactly. the illusion. I mean, it's a podcast. Like I could be naked right now, no one would know. That's so true. Except for Patreon, we should do a naked episode. <laughs> yeah, I'll just put like um. Well, then does Patreon allow nudity? I don't know. Well, cool. wait. Can I first of all? I want to say something random, but I also want to formally coined the term randomista yeah or otherwise randomista i just want everyone to know that i think it came from my brain i'm pretty sure okay that's your term then okay what what it's your term okay great wonderful what, what else I think it's my say? turn i was like what yeah. um oh what i was gonna say well i was gonna take a little switcheroo into a different topic are you done talking about yeah your job okay. your job search okay um but anyway, the randomistic thing that I was going to say is that uh, we started watching Montage of Heck last night, what is which that? is a uh, Kurt Cobain biopic told through his drawings, writings, and early tape recording uh, stuff. Oh. So it's a montage of like all of his artwork. That's really cool. Super interesting. I have seen it before. I had like at the beginning of COVID, I had a Kurt Cobain phase slash obsession where I just watched a bunch of movies about him and his life and i was kind of like did courtney love kill him kind of um i won't speak on it because it's, it's too deep of a hole but the movie is really good and the director just recently put out a david bowie biopic also with the same kind of level of access to his 
personal recordings and stuff. Uh, so I think it's going to be really good. Moon Age Daydream just came out. Cool. So I want to see it. We only got halfway through Montage of Heck, but me and Val had seen it before and Natalie had not seen it. So it was pretty cool. It's very like, it's really cool. They like, well, it poses some moral questions because it's like, what should we do with an artist's affairs? Meaning like their archives items, like whatever, when they pass away, because it's really cool to have like super intimate, like footage of him. And they like animated some of his drawings and like, that's pretty cool. But I'm also like, people were obsessed with him and that kind of led to his death in many ways. So it does feel a little bit weird to be observing all this, like kind of voyeuristically, like watching all this stuff. And I don't know, like, how do you feel about that? Like when, for example, Mac Miller's estate put out his album after he died, which he was already working on. But then a year after he passed away, they put out another album that he had no, had no concept of. What do you think about that? Wait, I didn't realize that that was a thing. Yeah, I think they're still putting out albums for him. That feels really weird. Yes. Or like similar questions arise with holograms of people, the Tupac hologram. And my, um, one of my great professors at college had talked about like, very interesting that it's a black star that they resurrect and have perform against his will. Like it feels like spiritually invasive to this person kind of. Yeah, so true. Right? Like Tupac never asked to be brought back from the dead. Like, yeah, I feel like you should have to have said like really specifically that you want to be a hologram before you die. If you, you know what I mean? Right. I want to give formal permission. Yes, I do. But I think you should be the only one who can control what I'm saying. I die first. Then you, then no. Try not to die first, first of all. Um, okay, second yeah. of all, then no, probably not. Okay. Maybe not. I think Natalie, I would trust to, to do that, but I don't think she would want to. <laughs> I don't think she would want to like program my hologram. Yeah, that's, that feels like such a weird thing. I don't know. Also, how yeah. do holograms work? I'm just confused by them. Kind of lights and projection. I just. It can only be inside, I'm pretty sure. I, I honestly don't fucking know. It's like a 3D projection. And I think you need like multiple walls to be there to get the depth. I would be a hologram and it would be the only time I would want to perform. Like music or like what would you perform? Stand Comedy, up? Maybe. And like I would never. I'm really even, I have been thinking about doing stand up recently. Go for it. I did stand up recently. I was not even thinking about ever doing it in my life. And then I was like, oh, it was fine. Are you going to do it again? I think I would. They have like a weekly uh, open mic. There's a couple. There's another one at this other place that I might try to. It's like gay comedy. I found a place that does open mics in, I think, Providence, which is not that place, Comedy Connection, that I've like passed before. Okay. They don't. Yeah, they don't do open mics. But I'm like, maybe that's the way in. You know what I mean? Into like comedy. At the same yeah, time. Yeah, I don't really know. Yeah. At Go the ahead. same time, I really this is fucking redundant i keep saying this want to want to read the screenplay yeah this is not redundant it's manifestation girl gotta read that book on how to write a screenplay in 21 days oh my god wait maybe you give yourself 21 days to read the book but <laughs> i need to do what that wait what was the guy was his name ray at the roller rink what was his name yes ray ray the road I the rhode island old white man witch yes i you gotta just Put that up. I'm I I'm not gonna put it up on the fridge because he said I don't put know. up a picture of what you want on the fridge. And what he I literally want. he like concepted out vision boarding, manifesting, and that's kind of it. I mean, that's cool. Yeah, I'm starting to have to shard my fart. I think. Okay, love. Okay, amazing. Well, I love you. Um, let me <laughs> let me really quickly listen to the very end of our other episode and see if there was like a another segment. So real. <laughs> okay why are we so 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 funny we should uh, well okay uh we can just do something different because we're just human people having a conversation what is what what are you manifesting for tomorrow and next week through the full moon through okay the full moon no less for tomorrow i'm manifesting cleaning the bathroom closet love for next week i'm manifesting just starting to write like Opening up final draft and writing something. Great. I am going to manifest for tomorrow that I 
spend uh, some of the day, a good portion of the day on music. Love that. And uh, maybe recording something, maybe like making a new song. Who knows? And uh, for next week, I want to manifest, yeah, opening uh, my new notebook and beginning anything, free writing, whatever. Love that. you know, a couple times maybe. I think I might also shard my fard. Okay. <laughs> We're about to go shard our fards. We have been Caroline Tweedy. I we have we have been okay. I was thought you were gonna say Ju- and Julia Ju- I, okay. I kinda didn't say you up together. Yes. Okay, I'm your host, Caroline Tweedy. And I'm your other host, Julia Tweedy. This has been Transmissions from Ojuvron. Please have a great time. Please don't forget to have a great time. And we love you. And we love you. And oh yeah, we already recorded credits, so we don't have to do that. La la la, lululu. Good night.